Good evening and welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chahan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. The Supreme Court today extended the interim bail granted earlier to Union Minister Ajay Mishra's son Ashish Mishra in the Lakhimpur Khiri case concerning the killings of four farmers in October 2021. As you know, the case emanates from the killing of eight persons, four farmers, a journalist and three BJP workers in October 2021 when vehicles of Mishra's convoy allegedly ran over a group of farmers in Uttar Pradesh who were protesting against the farm laws. Initially, the Allahabad High Court had granted bail to Mishra, but it was set aside by the Supreme Court in April 2022, noting that the High Court took into account irrelevant considerations and ignored relevant facts. Then in January last year, the top court granted the benefit of interim bail to Mishra, directing that he leave Uttar Pradesh within one week of availing interim bail and not stay either in UP or Delhi during the operation of the relief. On the last date of hearing, Mishra's bail conditions were relaxed, allowing him to stay in Delhi, taking into account his plea to take care of his ailing mother and daughter. Today, keeping in view the fact that no progress had been received from the trial court, the matter had to be adjourned. Coming to a brief update on the matter related to news portal News Click. Today, the Supreme Court allowed the company behind the news portal to withdraw its appeal against the Delhi High Court's decision on an income tax demand. The court said that the company could instead go to the income tax appellate tribunal. The Supreme Court also said that if the company asks for quick consideration for temporary relief, the tribunal should decide it promptly. The background here is the news portal had claimed that the respondent tax authorities wide orders passed in February and November 2023 arbitrarily rejected its application for a stay of demand during the pendency of its appeal before the Commissioner of Income Tax Appeals against the assessment order dated 30th December 2022. These orders also instructed the news portal to pay 20% of the demanded amount before it could reapply for a stay on the tax payments while its appeal was being considered. Aggrieved by the orders, NewsClick approached the Delhi High Court seeking a stay of demand. However, the same was dismissed. It therefore appealed to the Supreme Court. Previously, the top court issued notice in the petition, but today the company requested to withdraw the petition. The bench of Justices B.V. Nagratna and Augustine George Massey allowed the same and granted the liberty to the company to move before the Income Tax Appellate Tribunal. The single bench of Justice Rohit Ranjanagarwal of the Allahabad High Court today continued hearing the plea filed by Gyan Vapi Mosque Committee challenging the 31st January order of the Varanasi Court which permitted Hindu parties to perform puja in the southern cellar of the Gyanbapi Mosque. The committee today argued that the order was passed under the influence of Hindu plaintiff as no cogent reasons were specified in the order allowing puja. The counsel for the committee questioned that when the application of the Hindu plaintiff had already been disposed of on 17th January, where a receiver was appointed, how could the district judge pass another order on the same disposed of application on 31st January? Further, advocate Puneet Gupta, also appearing for the mosque committee, submitted that the district judge was not correct in allowing puja inside the Tehkhana as he had failed to record his satisfaction that there was no irreparable loss to the mosque committee. 
He also argued that it was an admitted fact that since 1993, there has been no puja in the Tehkhana and hence, if after 30 years the court was appointing a receiver and changing the status quo, there should have been some cogent reason behind the decision. The hearing in the matter will continue on 15th February. Stay tuned. The next update is on the arrest of former Bihar Chief Minister Hemant Soren, who was arrested by the ED for alleged involvement in a significant land scam in Jharkhand, where he is accused of being the primary beneficiary of fraudulently acquired land. The Jharkhand High Court today allowed the amendment application filed by Soren questioning the power of arrest exercised against him by the Enforcement Directorate under Section 19 of Prevention of Money Laundering Act. ED opposed the application for amendment contending that it alters the entire framework of the original petition, that the original petition primarily addressed authority to issue summons under section 50 of PMLA, whereas the proposed amendment focuses on authority of arrest under section 19. Senior advocate Kapil Sibyl, on the other hand, appearing for Sorain, submitted that the Supreme Court had granted liberty to Sorain to seek amendment of his petition before the High Court. Taking note of Sibyl's submission, a division bench comprising Acting Chief Justice Shri Chandrasekhar and Justice Rajesh Kumar ordered the central agency to file a comprehensive reply in the matter within two weeks and listed the case for further hearing on 27th February. The Supreme Court today dismissed a petition filed by K. Babu, the Congress MLA from Kerala, challenging maintainability of the election petition filed by CPIM leader M. Swaraj in the Kerala High Court challenging Babu's election from Tripunitura constituency in the 2021 Assembly elections. Swaraj, who lost to Babu in the 2021 polls, approached the High Court seeking to declare Babu's election as null and void. The allegation is that Babu used corrupt practices that materially affected the result of the election by appealing to Hindu voters based on religion. That he allegedly distributed slips to Hindu voters with the picture of Lord Ayappa with an inscription that said, your vote is for Ayappa. Further, Babu filed a plea before the High Court raising a preliminary objection on the election petition that it suffered from material defects due to non-compliance of certain provisions of Representation of People's Act. So he prayed that the election petition filed by Swaraj against him should be rejected. The High Court, however, refused to entertain the preliminary objection and decided to proceed with the trial of the election main petition against Babu. Against this order of the High Court, Babu had approached the Supreme Court. But the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Anirudh Bose and P.V. Sanjay Kumar has observed that the objections raised by Babu have no merits and that the High Court's order needs no interference. The top court has dismissed a PIL challenging appointment of deputy chief ministers in various states as being violative of Article 14. The petitioner, Public Political Party, had sought a mandamus from the court to stop the alleged unconstitutional appointment of deputy chief ministers in various states. It was argued that appointing a deputy chief minister violates Article 14 of the Constitution. The petitioner emphasized that it sets a bad precedent for other authorities and that the only basis for appointing a deputy CM is religion or belonging to a specific community which goes against the constitution. 
but the bench of CJI Chandrachud and Justices J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra refused to entertain the petition considering it to be misconceived. The CJI expressed that even a deputy chief minister was a minister first and that the post was only a label. He further explained that the appointment of a deputy chief minister has no bearing in the constitutional sense. The label does not provide any extra perks such as a higher salary. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Vikram Nath and Satish Chandra Sharma has observed that the courts should not give a hyper-technical interpretation to the clause that would nullify the effect of the corrigendum or instructions. The argument here was mainly about an advertisement for hiring Group A and Group B officers for the government of Maharashtra. The ad mentioned the possibility of female candidates getting preference provided they met certain conditions, being a resident of Maharashtra and belonging to the non-creamy layer that is NCL. The appellant in this case, who belongs to the NCL category, applied for the exam under open general category because she could not provide a valid NCL certificate by the application deadline. However, it is acknowledged and undisputed that she was eligible to apply under the reserved female category as per the advertisement. After passing the preliminary and mains exams, the appellant was appointed as a sales tax officer in the GST department. Later, the government issued a correction notice allowing the appellant to submit an NCL certificate even if it was not valid as of the initial application deadline. In light of a change due to the notice, the appellant sought that her selection would be considered in the female reserved category in place of open general category. But her application was turned down by the department and subsequently by Maharashtra Administrative Tribunal and the High Court. After perusing the advertisement and corrigendum, the Apex Court noticed that the corrigendum has enabled the appellant to furnish an NCL certificate pertaining to the current financial year. In another update from the Supreme Court, it has observed that merely advising a partner to marry as per the advice of parents would not attract the penal provisions of abetment to suicide under Indian Penal Code. In this case, the girl tragically took her own life after her boyfriend suggested that she marry according to her parents' wishes. The girl became distressed when the boyfriend's family began searching for a bride for him. Subsequently, the police filed an FIR against the boyfriend for abetting the suicide. The High Court refused to dismiss the case, thus prompting the appellant to appeal to the Supreme Court. The bench of Justices Vikram Nath and K.V. Vishwanathan, after perusing the allegations levied in the FIR and the law, observed that the appellant could not be held guilty for committing the offence of abetment to suicide of the deceased girl as there was no active role being played by the appellant to facilitate the commission of suicide. The bench said that heartbreaks were part of everyday life and to break up and advise the partner to marry someone else does not amount to abetment to suicide. The Supreme Court today refused to entertain a PIL petition filed by Internet Freedom Foundation challenging constitutionality of the Criminal Procedure Identification Act of 2022 and the attendant rules. But the court granted the organization liberty to approach the jurisdictional high court. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and Dipankar Datta today heard the writ petition filed jointly by IFF and the Criminal Justice and Police Accountability Project, that is CPAP. 
The Criminal Procedure Identification Act of 2022 replaced the century-old Identification of Prisoners Act 1920, whose scope was limited to capturing finger and foot impressions and photographs of certain categories of people under the instructions of a magistrate. The petition here challenged the powers granted to law enforcement agencies under the new CPI Act, allowing for the collection of various biometric measurements from individuals entering the criminal justice system. The petitioners alleged an excessive delegation of authority without adequate safeguards for privacy and due process. During the hearing, the bench asked the party to approach the High Court, suggesting that the Supreme Court should not become the court of first instance. Though the petitioner did highlight specific concerns regarding the recent changes in rulemaking provisions and the complex interplay between various legislative acts, the bench was not convinced. And lastly, the Karnataka High Court today reserved order on plea of Exalogic Solutions Private Limited, the company of which Kerala Chief Minister Pinaray Vijayan's daughter, Veena Vijayan, is a director to stay the investigation by Serious Fraud Investigation Office, that is SFIO, against the company. A bench of Justice M. Nagprasanna reserved the interim order while hearing a petition filed by Exalogic Solutions challenging the direction issued by the Union Ministry of Corporate Affairs, asking the SFIO to investigate the affairs of the company. After reserving the order, the court verbally asked the SFIO to not take any coercive action against the company till the order was pronounced. The court also asked the company to provide the documents sought for by the SFIO. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.